All right, welcome back to Unknown and Talented. My name is Jalon Abrams. Today, I have a special guest. He's going to help you. Listen, this is all the men out here that have the straggly beards. I, I found help for y'all. You know what I mean? I made sure I'm good. I'm oiled up and everything. But this is, this is for y'all, okay? So we have Edgar, the owner and founder of National Beardly. What's up, Edgar? How you doing? Uh, pretty good, Jalon. Just living a life, doing well. Thanks for asking. Of course, of course, man. And and how how was your weekend, man? I heard that you were, you were a fan of a football team that I'm not too fond of. <laughs> yep, uh, we them boys. You know, we finally got you know we got that big win in uh the Big Apple. So you know, shout out, represent it. So yeah, it was a great weekend. Man, Food, good. family, yeah, I'm actually. I love it. I'm actually a Giants fan, so that that definitely hurts. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's, like, that's, uh, that's 10 wins in a row, too. Because, listen, I didn't think it was going to be a close game. Like, I didn't think it was going to win, but I didn't think it was going to get shut out 40-0. to zero. Like, that's that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. Man, that's, that's so unacceptable. After the after the first, uh, what, five minutes, I knew it was curtains. Yeah, yeah. So so how'd you become a, a Cowboys fan if you live in – because you live in Portland, correct? Yeah, Portland, Oregon. Um, so I grew up here, but I'm not raised. I wasn't born here. So I was born in Omaha, Nebraska. So as people know in the Midwest, there's not that many, you know, football teams. You got the, you know, the Chiefs and the Bears and, and that's about it. Um, the Broncos. Um, what I what brought what drew me to, to the Cowboys was that they were playing on they were they played on national TV every Sunday. This was back in the early '80s, man. So um, I, I was running around the house yelling "20 door set." You know, one of the best running backs of all time. That was my idol back in the day. So that's how you know that drew me to the Cowboys. And ever since then, I've been a huge, huge fan. Listen, you was watching the wrong channel. That's that's what that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> five rings later. Five <laughs> rings later. <laughs> all right. So, so that's the last. We're not talking about them anymore. We're talking National Beard League. So tell me about your business. How, how did you actually start it? Uh, how I got started was with, a, with basically with a T-shirt, man. Um, I've always, you know, had the entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, had had over 20 years of experience as, you know, sales, customer service. And I was like, man, I've always wanted to, you know, have my own company. I always wanted to design. So I started, you know, back back in like the 90s, everybody was, was rocking the, uh, you know, still doing the colorway shoes and everything, but they were also doing the jersey, the jerseys, matching the shoes. So... I started designing some jersey, you know, jerseys and stuff with different color schemes, and and so my mom was like, "Yo, you you really good at this." So as I got older, got more, you know, have more backing, had a little more more funding to start the business. I said, "Well, you know, I've always had a beard, you know, especially in my late twenties. So I've been having a beard for almost fifteen years now. So I was like, now I've always been in the sports, sports, music, and fashion." So I'm like, why not create a league about the beards? You know, we we got the NFL league, we got the NBA, league, we got the NBA league, we got the Major League Baseball. Why not have a Major League for the for you know for the guys who love beards? Mm-hmm. So I just took that upon myself and designed a logo and put it on a T-shirt. Had a little catchy slogan, you know, below it. I'm sexy and I grow it. And from there on, it just you know it took off. So I said, man, you know, I got something here. So. Once, you know, friends and family started, you know, you know, supporting it, then I started launching it off to, you know, to, to the nation and, you know, to my, to my local community. And from there on, I just kept designing shirts and shirts, different types of shirts. And then just and then we went on to hats. Um, the last piece of this was uh, 
people are like, well, what's National Beer League? You know, uh, are you a barber? <laughs> are you, do you, do you, uh, do you cut hair? And I was like, nah, you know, I'm just a guy who loves beards, you know, and that's going to promote the uh, confidence and awareness of guys who have, who have beards and, um, you know, people who are beard enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. It's like every other guy has a beard, as you know. So there is a lane for us out there. So from there on, you know, it's like, well, something kept, Except they kept asking me. People kept asking me, like, well, do you got products? Are you a barber? like, no. So then I was like, well, the next step to scale my business was to do products. And that's basically to, you know, help out. Like you said, guys, we got to struggle beards or we have beard drift, you know, all that stuff. So that's where that's how I started. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I like that, National Beard League. Okay, I like that. So what was, what was your vision? I know you said you started off with shirts, you started off with hats. I know you want to bring a, be- a lead of people with beard, but how, how do you envision that actually happening? So the National Beer League is, is, is basically about people who love beards. Okay. So that's the league. So if yeah. you love a beard, you're part of the league. Gotcha. You, know, if you, you know, if you're a beard enthusiast, if you, you know, have a, any type of beard, you could be a chin strap, be a five o'clock shadow, or be a big beard like mine. So it doesn't matter. You know, as long as you, you know, love beards, you're part of the league. Hold on. Do you count the five o'clock shadow as, as beard lead? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I do. I do because... A lot of times, that's that's their starting point, right? Gotcha. So that's their start off where they're wanting to have their beer journey. So mm-hmm. as long as you, you know, want to embrace the journey, you know, that journey is, is, is tough. Just like, you know, everybody has, you know, different type of hair journeys. People have the locks. They have the, you know, they have the, uh, they have the sister locks. They have different, they have braids. All that is part of your long hair. All that's part of your journey. So as long as you embrace that and, and you know, and uh, are secure with that journey, then that's 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 how you are, you know. Beard is a beard, in my in my opinion. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Okay, so you talked about you had it in your late twenties. What was your beard journey like? Did you ever had those periods of the straggly beard or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah, sure did. Yeah, so uh, at that point, you know, I just you know went to have my friend as a barber. You know, he had a lot of years of experience, you know, cutting hair, and and he just kind of basically was telling me like, you know. This is what you need to do on the on the cutting phase to you know to get it where you you know where you like it or how you wanted to design it and stuff like that and then from you know as I got older I got more you know information about beards and skin then that's when I came into my to my uh, discovery of having products for my customers. Mm-hmm. And well, what's the importance of having products? Because I know our hair grows, you know, without putting anything in there. Why would we put products in our beards? Well, that's mainly you know to moisturize, hydrate, enough lip enough uplift your actual hair follicles so that you're not you know creating any type of uh, skin irritation so you know we go through dryness we go through roughness we go through patchiness we go through uh, irritation we go through like dandruff i call it beardruff on within our beards Mm -hmm. so you need some type of you know uh, natural oils natural skin protectant a barrier to be able to say hey you know if i have these issues then that's where we come about with our products as, as you're showing Joel. So yeah, yeah, that's why we, you know, just like we do put stuff in our hair, we have to put stuff in our facial hair too. Okay. So how, so we're talking about this product, your beard oil. How often should somebody use this on product? Um, my model is, uh, a little bit goes a long way. And with, when I've, in my experience, everybody is different, but when it comes to my experience, when using my products, um, a little bit goes a long way. So what I mean by that, you can use it like once or twice a week, mm-hmm. and and that's going to last you uh, as well as going to have that protective barrier of your skin. 
So um, that's for all my products. So you don't have to. And then also to like say if you want to go on date night or you know if you go to a meeting or something like that where you definitely want to you know spruce up the you know, your beard, you can put more in at that time. Okay, okay, I like that. So it's, it's not, it's not a. I don't. You don't have to have a. With me, in my experience, you don't have to have a daily regimen. It's you know something that you use throughout the week. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I definitely had to put some on today. Hopefully, it's shining in the camera because I was like, I got, I got the lights <laughs> on. I said, come on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nice. Okay, so so talk about more of like that that product research because, like I said, you start off with the shirts and then you got the hats, and then people were telling you to do it. But what made you actually say, "All right, now it's time to do some research to actually start uh, creating products for your beard"? Yeah, so um, we have actual um, a friend of mine. He helps me down in California, so this is a mass mass production company, and uh, he helps me. I was, you know, he he helps me put everything together. Um, and, a, and a nice, you know, package that you, you know, that you got to uh, use, got to see at the Invest Fest. Um, so we worked together, you know, the last like three years, man. He's we we started with we started with just the oil, then we went into the actual having a whole kit with the utensils like the brush and the comb, the, uh, the scissors and stuff like that. So in my in my experience, I feel like you should have a little bit of everything, right? So someone wants just to buy the oil or just buy the um, the shampoo or just buy the, the, the butter, the beer butter, um, they can do that. Or, you know, a lot of family, you know, uh, wives or, you know, uh, parents, it's like, oh, yeah, my son would love a, you know, a starter kit, you know what I mean? Or or someone that has, you know, a big beard, oh, they, they can use the, you know, the comb and the scissors and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. we have a little bit for everybody. We're a one-stop shop when it comes to your beer journey. Okay, all right. So I want you to actually break down the products because people listen to it. Like I said, they're listening because they got a straggly beard, so they need some help. So what yeah. is each product you have? What is it used for? So we said we know the oil to keep it oiled up, but how about like the the beard butter? Beard butter. You said the brush, comb, and the shampoo. Yeah, so I'll, I'll do a little unboxing for you right now, okay. and we can go over that. So within our within our packaging. You have the uh, travel bag there. Get you set up here a little better. There you go. We have the scissors that we talked about right there. And that's gonna keep you like, you know, with those long hairs, you can just trim them until you go into the barber. Keep it nice and neat. We have our MBL, our National Beer League MBL Essentials comb. This is a bamboo wood comb. And that's going to definitely help get through all the hairs. No matter if you have a rough or or soft skin it, or soft hairs, it will get through that. Get through the get you get through your beard. Uh, we also do have our beard brush as well. So if you like to brush your beard versus combing it, you could do that too. And then we also have a microderm roller too. And I've just started using that like the last like a year and a half, and I've noticed a difference. And what that does is. I've, I've researched that a lot of ladies were using it for <laughs> for their edges. So wow. people who have edge control or edge not control, they will use the uh, the roller, the dermal roller, on their on their problem areas, which a lot of ladies say is edges. So they'll use it. They'll put a little oil in there and just rub rub it. And so if you have problem areas with your beard, same thing where you can roll use that roller, and that's going to help um, stretch out the hairs. And also uh, promote the the growth of of, of that problem area you're, you're having with your with your beard. I like that you helping yeah. every you helping everybody out. You helping the men out, helping the women out, man. I love it. I love it. Yes, sir. 
So we'll start with the uh, first step is the beard wash. Okay. This is an all-natural scent, all-natural um, shampoo that's going to, you know, you, when you're showering or just, you know, waking up in the morning, a couple pumps, put it, you know, get a nice little lather, put it into your beard. Okay. And that's just to help with the, you know, to clean, cleanse it and also keep all the, the weather debris, you know, the dirt, the dandruff and everything out of your beard. Okay. And then we also have the next step would be the the beard oil, excuse me, the beard butter. And with this beard butter, all natural products, again, nothing's going to harm the skin. Um, this is basically going to help hydrate and also going to exfoliate the skin so that if you have any uh, problem areas with those problem areas may be dryness, patchiness, as well as any type of skin irritation. Uh, a lot of guys that try to start to grow out their beard, as we know, we start to get that that uh, this irritation where we're always scratching our skin, and then we also, you know, don't want to keep it keep it keep the journey going because it's like it's, it gets bad. So then you start to you know start to get you know discouraged and going to cut the beard, right? So this will put that protector barrier over that so that you can continue with your beard journey to the length that you desired of your beard. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the last step is our oil. Again, all natural products there. And what this does is it gets the beard a really nice shine. Also, it's going to help uh, lay down the hairs and also makes your, your beard softer too. So that's it. Gotcha. I love it. And we definitely love a soft beard. I can't be going around with the scratching up you know come on now so especially men out there y'all can't be out here scratching up the ladies with your beard you got to make sure you keep it soft <laughs> and on top of off that Jalan, it smells wonderful so my wife my wife is also a part of the business uh she helped me create with the uh, different you know uh, oils and scents that we have so mm -hmm. she's very sensitive to skin very sensitive to smell so i wanted we, we wanted to create something that you know that's universal that's not too overbearing overpowering where, you know, I'm, I have to lay next to her every night or give her a hug. You don't want nothing that's going to, like, you know, shock her. Like, ooh, take that what you got on. You know, we don't want that. You know, we want our we want our significant others to embrace and put their hands all through that beard. You know what I'm saying? And give, want, to, want to embrace you. So yeah. that's that's a key element of making sure as a, a well-groomed man, you smell, smell wonderful as well. Yeah. As well as look good. I, I love that. I do remember meeting your wife at InvestFest, and it's cool that she came with you through the journey. So how, how was that? How was that experience of having your wife support what you do? Because you, I'm pretty sure you, we, all of us men have a bunch of ideas. A woman might not support everything. So how does it feel for her to come to support you and also come away from Portland, Atlanta to go to InvestFest? Yeah, we we definitely um, have enjoyed this journey. We do, you know, bounce ideas off each other. Uh, she has a legal background, so she helps a lot with the legal uh, ramifications when it comes to setting up contracts or um, or going over different ideas that we have and making sure that they are going to be up and up, you know, as, as per se. So she helps with that. And then she also helps with a lot of the um, designs and a lot of different things that I may bring up. And she's like, well, like you said, well, not, let's not do this this time. Let's wait or whatever. So we bounce ideas off each other all the time. Very supportive. Uh, I love her dearly and you know I would be able to be here without her you know so that support is is huge when you have that support from your family especially from your significant other
Yeah, no, it, it's definitely fire. So I, I want to talk about that experience of being at Invest Fest because that's what we actually met. I was walking around checking out different booths, and your booth stuck out, stood out. No, actually, yes, it did stick out. But what I also liked is that you actually said something to me. So a lot of people, I'm looking at them and also looking at the person, and they're just looking at me. I know one person was just sitting down. And I'm just like, if you see someone walking around interested, say something. So you actually introduce yourself, introduce your product. And I'm like, that was really cool. So talk about the experience of being at InvestFest. Uh, it was, I've been following the EYL brothers, man, for the last like three or four years. So I've always, you know, been a one for champion, you know, black owned businesses and also making sure that our, we have a, a platform um, to showcase our talents, right? So, um, by following their podcasts, following their other, you know, uh, Instagram drops that they do, I've learned a lot from those brothers. So once, once I heard that they were doing the invest fest off, off of lips, listening to all the different investment ideas and different people that bring on, um, different creative talents and different industries, I was like, Oh, I gotta be there. So I wanted to go last year. Um, but we had a previous, uh, prior engagement already scheduled at times. So I couldn't commit to that, but I told my wife, I was like, baby, we are definitely going to the next one. 2023, we are in the building. So once they, uh, dropped the, the link and I signed up immediately, I, um, had my, I made sure I had my funds available. Nothing was going to stop us this time. Cause I knew that it was something that was going to, you know, meet great people like yourself, uh, meet other talented artists, other talented business owner, other talented uh, investment people that you never know. Like you said, you know, I've been doing this for a little bit now, so I'm not afraid to go up and talk to people. I'm not afraid to uh, invite them to my space, you know, because I feel like as someone that has a service or a product, you have to be able to engage with people. You have to be able to showcase how a benefit you can't beat to them or a product or service that can uh, use it as, a, as a, a tangible product. So I know I have a tangible product that, that can help a lot of people. So why not go up to yourself or go up to someone else I don't even know, say, hey, you know, have you heard of National Beer League? Or hey, uh, come check us out over here, just, to, just so you know that you acknowledge them, right? So just so that you know that they're not, you know, uh, not as important as the next person. Yeah. So you just never know who you might meet. And InvestFest was... What Troy and uh, Rashad were talking about, they had the big hitters there. They had people from all different industries. So you never know who's walking around, you know. They they even said that they had people from, um, uh, what was that? Uh, it was a big financial firm from um, uh, from New York in, in there just walking around. Wow. So you just never know who is going to be able to fund your dreams you know you never know who god's going to put in your in your in your place to be able to take your vision or to, to or to get behind what you're doing so um, we were there as vendors uh first off but i still had the opportunity to walk around and to 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 get to gather insight from talented other uh vendors as well from all across the nation all across the world i met a person from uh i met a person from india a, a brother he had his own uh he had his own um, hair company, so he does hair, um, not as a, a particular uh, barber or, or a beautician, but he actually manufactures hair. So he sends it back over to over to us. Mm. So yeah, he's he's big time. And then I met a, another person, uh, uh, two guys. They they had their own beverage company from Africa, and they were coming over here. So as you can see, there's so many different you know reasons to want to be there. 
also being a, a, around us too. You know, why not be around talented black folks that all have the same common goal is to uplift themselves and be, uh, and, and be better. You know, why not, you know, and that was a space that I'm glad they created because it, it opened my eyes up to so many different things, like what I'm talking about. But yeah, that was, that's what invest for us, you know, meant, meant to us for being there. Yeah. That's why we wanted to be there. Yeah, no, it was definitely amazing. Um, but when I think of National Beard Lead, I think about an event like that. So, like, they have the Invest Fest where a bunch of people are going. I think of National Beard Lead. I think of a community of men with beards, like, having a, you know, situation kind of like that. Did you ever, do you ever envision anything like that? Yeah, um, we're, we're actually a lifestyle brand. So, again, everything is about the beard enthusiast. So, as we start to get bigger and bigger, you know, I would like to, you know, reach out to like, I know right now we have the Portland Beard League, we have the Seattle Beard League. Um, so as we start to, you know, venture out, that's why I was like, kind of like, it was it was nice to meet brothers from Philly because Philly's Philly beards, that's the thing. That's, you know, it's it's a real, real thing that they're really aggressive about their beards and, and that's what they're known for. So New York, same way. A lot of East Coast guys have beards. Um, out here in Portland, it's not that many African-American men that have beards. So it's mainly like you know, uh, you know, Caucasians out here. But yeah. other than that, you know, I'm I'm still rocking and I'm I'm still not giving up. So I will, you know, in that mindset, what you're saying is that you know, creating a space where it's you know, going to city to city or state to state. Yeah, no, definitely do it. I'm definitely gonna be traveling. If it, whenever you do it, shoot me that email. I'll be there. I'll make sure I'll be there. Um, but you said you started off this brand five years ago. So talk about the journey of starting five years ago with just T-shirts and now having, you know, a full product line. What, what is that transition like? Um, the transition is like many, many of us that are entrepreneurs, you have millions and millions of ideas. So, but millions and millions of ideas cost a lot too. Millions of my ideas are just going to, you know, you'll run that risk of, failing which i've had before uh run this you know run the, the risk of having success which I've, I've i've had a little bit of success um but you don't you you won't do anything unless you try you know and don't give up uh, i meet a lot of people that say oh man Edgar, you're doing you know such su such a good job i'm so proud of you and uh, just you know i'm glad you could just keep going that's the main thing they say just keep going and we see that you've been doing this for a while now and just don't give up so that's that's my motivation is to don't give up and just, you know, take this from a five year to 10 year company, 10 year to 15 company, 15 year to 20 year and then pass it on to whoever I can pass it to. Right. So uh, it is going to be a I feel like I wanted to with God's blessing. I want it to be a a, a generational a business where I can pass it down to you know, my family. You know? okay. um, so so yeah. so what steps do you think you have to make to, to make that happen? Those steps there is just to uh, scale it, scale it more, uh, to get more, get it more in people's hands. Uh, when it comes to websites, when it comes to uh, putting on sh different shelves, I'm in, I'm in shelves locally, uh, different, uh, you know, local uh, barber shops and beauty, beauty, beauty uh, supply stores, stuff like that. But when it comes to uh, big box, that is the next step is to you know put it into Target uh amazon stuff like that gotcha, yeah gotcha. and that that will take it to the next level gotcha i have a little bit of experience with amazon i'm thinking you actually can actually do that have you ever like looked into like just putting an amazon yourself not too much uh, okay. i get a lot of uh emails about like amazon stores and stuff like that but 
I'm I'm fairly busy, um, but I try to you know learn you know different steps to scale as I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know. Yeah, because I actually had a um a business a book selling business where basically I'm just reselling like used books. So basically. I don't know if it's the same thing like bears. I was just going to give you the game and, you know, see if it works or not. But pretty much what you do, you pretty much just make the product. You have the picture, you write the detail of the product and you just post it. And they have like two different ways to do it. So you can actually sell it from your house. So similar to, um, I'm not sure if you sell it from your house, from your website, but you can, somebody buys it, you can ship it off to them at their house or they have like fulfillment centers in around, um, Amazon, where you can ship it to them, and if somebody buys it, it goes straight to them. So it might be, you know, to do research on because you think about somebody searching up stuff for beards, your thing pops up. You never oh, know. Yeah. So no, I definitely think that would be kind yeah, of cool. I, yeah, definitely. I'll take you up on that because I, I I would love to to have it that way. Rest versus have everything in my own house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Open up some space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. So it's definitely cool to even look into. Um, but like I said, you've been doing it for five years though. What struggles have you faced throughout the way throughout this process? Uh, the pandemic was one um, that was huge. Um, so we had to basically go online for 100 percent. You know, we were like about an 80, 80, 40, excuse me, not 80, 40, but we were more like 70, 30, where we had 70 percent of the markets and 30 percent online was our was our was our uh, our goals. But as for uh, the pandemic, that was one one issue. And then the other thing is just um, overall a lot of a lot of product and then just trying to get it you know out to the masses so okay. that that's sometimes the, the struggle there too okay 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 all right so 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 what advice would you give to someone that's um in the same position that, that you were in let's say cause when did you start the beer company probably like a couple of years ago i know you said you started five years total. 2019 2019 so so what so what would you what would you tell somebody that's not struggling with pandemic because hopefully we don't we don't go through that again. But what yeah, sh yeah, yeah. struggling through the process that you are? What advice would you give someone that's not in the same field but in, in a similar entrepreneurship field, but they are in a struggle kind of season? I will say um, start with with other people's funding versus your own because it can be, um, you know, it could put you in a little bit of debt. You know, working with your own capital versus getting capital from, you know, uh, credit union bank or, you know, starting backwards, basically. That's what I did. I started backwards. I started with my own money. Then now I'm, now I'm starting to learn how to start with other people's money. Gotcha. So I would say start with other people's money first. Then then if you have to use yours, then you, don't have, to, then you have to. Then you will, but you really don't have to because you already got the funding. Gotcha. So that would be the, the number one goal is to, you know, have, the, have your... Yes, have your state registry, LLC, and all that stuff, and then go after, you know, other people's money. Okay, okay. And I was looking at on your um your um Instagram and beard. It what is that? Was that um? I know I know it's not just beard. I know it's like it's a acronym for something else. Well, what is that acronym? Yeah, that's our model. Our, our motto is uh, be enthusiastic and ready daily, and that's about life as well as about our our men's beards. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, 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 what, what does that model mean to you? Um, just having the a, a uh, appreciation for life, and then also have appreciation for yourself. You know, um, as as a guy with a beard, um, when people look at me, I want them to see confidence. I want them to see um, that I I embrace a journey. I embrace uh, ups and downs, and then that I, then I apply it to apply it to my daily life. 
So that's what, you know, being part of the league is, is that we have so many different people from different backgrounds, from different, you know, different uh, ethnic, ethnicities as different, you know, trials of life. We want everyone to be enthusiastic about everything they do. So that's what beer means to us. I, I like that. Because me, I definitely dealt with lack of confidence growing up. Because me, I was super skinny. Super skinny kid trying to go through life. And then when you're skinny, everybody wants to talk about you. Because they, think about it. They, Think about when being skinny, like people love to say, oh, you're so skinny, thinking like, oh, this doesn't make you feel bad. But it did make me feel bad at one point. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, walking around doing that. So when I actually worked out and actually built up my body, I felt, you know, more confident. So now I can walk, you know, confident, upright. So I definitely know the importance of that. Did you ever have a time mm -hmm. in, in your life where you just kind of lacked confidence? And how how'd you get over that? Um, I'll say probably in high school. Um, that's where I, you know, it was, it was, I was, I was small too. Uh -huh. And it was basically because of sports when I was in, you know, playing football and basketball, I was a short, short, skinny kid. So I didn't have, um, you know, all the, all the, uh, accolades or getting attention and stuff like that. So I had to work really hard, um, to get what I, where I wanted to when I and come to sports. And so, um, I just started hitting the weights, started eating better. And then like my senior year, that's when it all came up, came to, came to, came to be, and uh, uh, myself, I uh, ended up, you know, making the the uh, all state team, and then also uh, also making the playoffs. So that was, but that was because you know I got fed up, and I was like, man, I'm gonna have a good senior year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like that. And the crazy thing about confidence, which I didn't realize when I was this skinny little boy, is that. The confidence is, is always with you. You can always have that confidence. So I'm never not telling the audience, oh, you got to be super big. You got to work out. But your confidence is always I, with you. I do like how you said that um, you're using this brand to build up, you know, confidence. Because think about it, it's, it is always with you. But you might need extra things to help that. Which, like I said, if you have a scraggly beard, you're using something to make you feel good about your beard and also good about yourself. So I definitely I definitely do love the message about that. Um, 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 what, what else, 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 yeah, so, 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 I can't even get it out, so, well, what's next for a National Beard Lead, so we do have, you know, shirts, we have the hats, we have the product, do you, what, what do you think is next? Yeah, so we do have the hats and different variety of styles and color colorways there. All right, good, good, perfect, perfect. All right, thanks a lot, Edgar. I appreciate you coming on the show. My name is Jalon Abrams, Edgar, National Beard Lead, Unknown and Talented. We are out of here.